Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. So, how are you? Mate, I'm really good. I'm actually having a really good week. You know when you feel very productive and you get things ticked off your list? I just feel like for like the last, I would say, six months, I've sort of been flying by the seat of my pants and like chucking shit at the wall and just seeing which bit sticks. But um, you'll be pleased with me like organising curtains and pushing (laughs) covers and hoovering. (laughs) I'm making packed lunches. I mean, I'm doing it. You're a domestic goddess. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, I really hate it. No, actually, there's something quite satisfying about just feeling like maybe you're a bit more on top of things. I mean, it's not going to last, but I'm running with it. Don't say that. It might last. The bits that are important to you will last, and the bits that aren't won't. I always think that. Yes, I agree. How are you? I'm okay. I'm so happy that I've only got one day oh and I'm God. allowed out into the world again. But um, I was laughing because literally after our chat on Tuesday, you were like, are you not having a meltdown? Are you not having a breakdown at any time? And I was like, no, not really. Yeah. And then literally after I got off that chat, um, I was getting really annoyed with James, Judgy James. <laughs> of course. Because he is so judgy. That's the reason why I call him Judgy James, because he is really judgy. He's like the judgiest person ever. What's he been judging you on this time? Oh, he judges me on everything. Like the way I walk, the way I breathe, the way I <laughs> brush my hair. I mean, honestly, anyone who knows him will know exactly what I mean. He will pull you apart on how you do your laces up. I mean, oh, it is fuck off. Anyway, so I, he pulled out of the room and I went, oh, I hate you like that. And, um, and I didn't realise Axel was there. And that was it. Like, obviously, it was all done and I'd calmed down and it was cool when he came back in the room. And then Axel goes, Daddy, oh, who no. hates you? Oh, no. <laughs> Axel, you know. I know. So I got grassed up by Axel. So that was great. Oh, did you um, say it under your breath or did you say it quite loudly? No, I, I said it quite loudly. Okay. Well, well, I mean, fine. I sort of wanted him to hear it, but he didn't. What, but anyway. What so I love about this is how we sort of use the start of each um, Q&A podcast is basically like a marriage um, therapy session for you and James because he is getting more and more irritating isn't he I mean we love oh. him but oh he's so irritating <laughs> um <laughs> everything before but is bullshit anyway he's lovely but 
No, no, James, we love you. And he's a fan of the podcast as well. So it's great to have him listening in today. (laughs) Um, Now, today's um, Q&A is going to be an Ask Us Anything. So we put out on Made by Mamas for you guys to send in all of your questions, anything from beauty to fashion to sleep to sex to whatever it is that you wanted to know about us. We asked and you have sent in your questions and we're just going to get into it. Yeah, let's go. So let's um, start with Sarah's question. How do you find your identity and style again after becoming a mother? (sighs) Right. Well, I definitely found this difficult because I actually look back at photographs of myself during my pregnancy and my style well, I didn't have any style. I found it really, really difficult to know how to dress the bump. And actually, we hear this a lot. You know, people yeah. just all the time saying, if you're used to wearing kind of high-waisted, you know, jeans, T-shirts tucked in, you know, like if you've got a similar style to Georgia and I, it, it, it's quite difficult because you've got this bump and you can't wear things tucked in because it just looks strange. So I just ended up wearing all this peculiar bits and pieces like <laughs> I see some women, they look so chic in their like knit, knit dresses and I just look like a bag of bones, I, I felt. But, um, and then it took me a while afterwards to kind of figure out I wasn't the same person. So I was dressing differently and it's definitely taken me a couple of years to really get back into my flow again. Would you say the same thing? Yeah, I'm exactly the same. Like I've always loved wearing dresses and, um, you know, being a little bit, I don't know, random sequin trousers and being a little bit more, I don't know. You're quite boho Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some, yeah, I mean, sometimes like wearing something a bit like out there. And I thought after I had Axel, I kind of reined that in a bit. And I think it was probably because obviously we wasn't living in London anymore. And in London, you can kind of get away with wearing whatever you want, can't you? Whenever anything goes. And in I a don't big know city, why. I think you can. Yeah, yeah. in a city, yeah. And I I don't know why, because you can wear whatever you want anywhere anyway. But I didn't feel comfortable wearing the things that I used to wear, you know, just going to a coffee, you know, going for a coffee or just going shopping. And I think I paired it back a bit too much. And I kind of felt a bit about dressing in general. Um, And then I think, you know, more recently, I'm sort of getting back into into it again and sort of thinking well if I want to wear like flipping silver sequin trousers with a jumper on the school run then I will yeah good. You know, it's, it's it's you know I, I dress more comfortably now like I dress comfortably you know I wouldn't wear a, a pair of high heels on the school run because it's not comfortable but I would wear like I don't know it's like I said sequin trousers because yeah you know, why, why not, not? <laughs> yeah why not and I think um Sarah it's very you you know you do spend the first kind of six months to a year just solely focusing all of your energies on raising baby and you know finding out who you are as a mother and you know you you, you even stop reading magazines or looking at Instagram for inspiration because you're just solely focused on it and that and that is that's right for you that works for you but I think as you come out of the phase and out of the newborn bubble you start thinking right well what do I want to do to make me feel good again? And, you know, it's not just obviously what we wear, it's how we feel inside as well. So I think when you get exactly. your scarf back a little bit, you will become braver with your um, fashion choices as well. Um, yeah, and just doing things that you enjoy doing. We've said this before, haven't we, Zoe? Yes. It's so important to reconnect with the things that make you happy. And if that is, you know, going for drinks a few times a week, then you do it like you have to do it you want to stay in touch with with you yes and what makes you happy and finding 
I also think, you know, finding your own identity isn't just about the clothes that we wear. It's more right. about having the right headspace and feeling like you can handle stuff again and figuring out what you love again after becoming a mother. And that might take a little bit of time and you're going to go back and forth and, and, and around the houses, but you will get there. You will get there. Um, now, if you could live anywhere else in the world, where would it be? G? Oh, you go first on this one. I'm oh, easy, it. easy. Ibiza. <laughs> oh, yes. I would live yeah. in Ibiza because, firstly, as you know, because you know me so well, I'm obs- I am need music. I don't just like music. I don't just love it. I need it. I eat, sleep, and breathe it. It, it, it can transform my mood in a, in a moment. And I love Ibiza for its boho-ness and for its freedom and for its dancing and its nightlife and the DJs and I love the beaches I just feel I'm a better version of myself when I'm there I have some great friends there I I think Dozer and I will end up there oh do you know what I, I have so many places in my head so like practically I'd probably go and live back in Portugal because like you say like I've got people that I know there I feel very comfortable there I love the beaches I love the food but then if distance wasn't a thing um I'd probably go and live in Bali or somewhere like that oh, I just yeah. like I like the chilled kind of life I like the food I mean I said that twice but food is quite important to me <laughs> um I just yeah just the chilled like lifestyle that you can yeah. get but I wouldn't go that far because of my family yeah but you could um, wear sparkly sequin trousers on the beach every day and people would be like, exactly no one would care so yeah that, that would be me <laughs> Right. Whose idea was it to launch Made by Mamas, the podcast? Oh, Made by Mamas. Love the podcast. Oh, it's a joke. Yeah, it was, actually. Yeah, I don't think I don't think either of us could could say it was it was the other one because it, it came from obviously from that meeting in the coffee shop and then it, it, it all the conversations that we had afterwards over the course of sort of twelve months and suddenly we'd arrived at this business idea which really wasn't supposed to be a business to begin with it was more about no. forming a community um, yeah. which, which fundamentally is what we're about anyway so I think together to get we're like Ren and Stimpy aren't we. <laughs> Welcome and wise. <laughs> Welcome and wise. <laughs> it just gets better. What was I the other day? The oil to the, Peter the pe- Andre's Peter, something. You, you're the oil to Peter, my Peter Andre's torso in the Mysterious <laughs> Girl video. Yeah, thanks. Right, Love um, it. Uh, this is a question from Jess. How do you deal with mum guilt? Uh, I feel like Jess ends up rearranging her plans all the time and doing things that everybody else wants her to do but maybe not what she really yeah. wants to do. Um, Georgia? Um, firstly you should go back and listen to the episode that we did with Caroline Britton because there is so much in that episode to learn from and I learned from. We recorded that during lockdown when you know my family were literally at my beck and call 24 hours a day and I wasn't getting any time to do anything for myself and I'd sort of neglected myself a little Mm. bit um and it was about changing the language so not being like oh I never have time to do this it's about talking listen I need some time to do this I I you know I owe it to myself to have this time I deserve this time Um, and so it's about changing your mindset and not 
putting yourself second or third or whatever. It's just about putting yourself somewhere and giving yourself time to do the things that you want to do. It's difficult because it's a balance and it's a juggling act having a family. Um, but ultimately, yeah, they'll get the best from you if you're happy. Yeah, really good advice. You cannot neglect what you really need in life. And I, I've said this before, we've said this before, that when you become a mother, you just you just at the bottom of the pile. Everything yeah. comes before you, including the washing, the cleaning, the cooking and looking after your partner. And it's just not how it should be. You know, leave the fucking washing and book in something for you. Go and hang out with a friend, go for a coffee, go for an early dinner, which is where we are at the moment. You know, some people around the country that are listening to this are in full lockdown. So yeah. finding that time is even harder, but it might even be as simple as leaving your children with your partner or a parent or whatever and just going for a walk on your own and just yeah. listening to a piece of music or listening to a podcast or whatever it is that you need. It's very important that you do that. Otherwise, like Georgia said, you spend your whole day being angry. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not good for anybody. No. Um, this really made me laugh, this next question. How to deal with a critical husband working from home while I look after a baby? <laughs> You've got a Jackie James! <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's the worst. It's actually the worst. Um, oh, God. What well, I mean, I think, again, it's about really, like, standing in your own power and owning yeah. your stuff. Nobody, including your husband or wife, has the right to turn around to you and say that you're doing something wrong or that you're not doing it quite right or making exactly. sense to you. It's like, you know, you do you, let me do me. We share this baby, so you can do it your way if you want, and I'm going to do it my way, and that's absolutely fine. Or I know better off. Let's find a way that we can do it together without criticizing one of, one or the other. It, it, it's yeah, exactly. Oh, it's nothing worse than having a wagging finger. Yeah. Do you know what? This is one of the things that I talk to a lot of like my mates about the most. We all seem to have husbands who you know want to take it upon themselves to tell us that we're not doing something right that we do all the time when they're not there. Um, and we've all found that actually letting them know, not that, not bashing back their comment like, oh, will you do it then? Or, you know, being cross, but actually letting them know how the criticising makes you feel all the time. Mm -hmm. And that actually, if you keep criticising someone, they'll go, they'll either, you know, completely lose their confidence or it just goes over their head like it does mm -hmm. with me. You know, mm -hmm. even if James is right, I don't even listen anymore. I, it goes I, over my head. I do think so. <laughs> that sometimes it's their way of saying they want to be more involved and I think yeah. I think it's a funny thing to even think that that's maybe what they're trying to say but sometimes if I ever hear it or see it it's about them being heard so I think there's a way of communicating and saying to them listen I hear what you're saying and I value your opinion but I'm just going to do it how I'm going to do it now or we can talk yeah. about your way I know in the heat at the moment you just want to go oh just fuck off like leave me alone it drives you mad but actually I think there's a subtext in there which a lot of people miss they can't come out and say listen actually you know I've got an opinion here I've got an idea because Dozza says to me you know what you're you're too controlling sometimes and if it's not done your way and it, it like destroys me because I don't feel like I'm a controlling person but actually it's more about him feeling valued and I just need to yeah. make sure that he always feels valued and always feels equal yeah and also it's about the way that they 
you know, get their point across as well. So if you let them know that you don't like the way that they're saying it, and maybe if they said something in a different way, yeah. and like you say, you worked on it together, then it's then it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just like Zoe said, I think a lot of people are trying, you know, finding their feet at home together at the moment mm-hmm. when that's not usually the case. You know, one might be at work or both of you might be at work yeah. and you're, you're not really in this situation very much. So, um, yeah, everyone's finding their feet with that I'd say definitely um I have such a passionate love for my daughter which reminds me of Zoe's for Luna but I now have a son and the love feels different do you feel like that with your kids and is it normal definitely normal yeah I think so I think you you have a different relationship with different children would you say yeah definitely like um and I don't know if it's the ages or the stages that they're at um but yeah, I mean, also, I'll be completely honest, some weeks I like one child more than I like the other. <laughs> I love you, Georgia. You're allowed to say okay. that. One week I think, oh, God, Gigi, you're an absolute dick, and Axel, you're an angel. And then, you know, the next week it's completely different. Yeah, um, yeah you're right. I think you're right. And I think the love, you, you can't question love. You can't, love is love, right? And that's the thing that kind yeah. of brings us all together. And it's not really about love, it's about, finding special ways to bond with your children and I think for me I needed to take a slight step back from that intense passion that I felt for Luna and give some space to Kit and now I'm having every single Thursday with him and it's like I said to you when we weren't recording it feels like I'm going on a date with my son every Thursday and we have this (laughs) amazing time together and I just feel so wonderful and he loves it and oh it's just we're doing all these brilliant things as a two and I really needed that and I think you if you if you have a child and you have you know a couple of years with that child and then a new one comes along you almost feel guilty for breaking the bond with the first child you know yeah how am I going to love anything as much as I love this child and will my eldest feel that I've put them to the side to make space for a new baby and all of those things are completely natural so I think it's about trying to make time for them both individually to make sure you're connecting with them and also that passionate love it never goes away I mean my mum still feels it for me she says that her heart's going to burst out of her chest every day because she loves me so much oh that's so sweet (laughs) I know it's a bit that's a lot though isn't it (laughs) Best place to buy a sexy pair of jeans that hides the mum tum. Oh, God, there's so many amazing places to buy jeans on the high street. Yes. And I think it just depends on your body shape, the style of jean that you like. Um, We both like River Island for jeans, Topshop jeans are amazing you've got the editor jeans haven't you Zoe I've also got those they're high-waisted and they're thicker denim they're like thicker denim that you feel like very supported in them I'd say yes because you know sometimes when you buy a pair of very skinny jeans and they're almost like a jegging and they show every single lump and bump and they don't make you feel very sexy it's almost as if you're sort of bursting out of them a bit I I definitely feel that with some of my jeans that I used to have before kids and so yeah the Topshop editor jeans are are must-have really for autumn winter because they're high-waisted they're straight legs so they kind of cut you in a really flattering way and like Georgia said they're a thicker denim so they really hide the mum tum. They're really great. Also, H&M have got some fantastic pieces for autumn, winter. Their, their denim selection is incredible. Yeah, I think the thing that will make you feel sexy in a pair of jeans is them, that they fit properly. Yeah. And I think it's about finding 
the jeans that fit you right yeah. and that you feel really comfortable in. There's a pair in River Island called the Blair Jean, which I really like. They're a bit um, smaller on the waist and a bit bigger on the bum, which is perfect for me. But, you know, someone else might not like those jeans because yeah, um, they won't... Like- yeah, I think you've just got to really try and and then once you find that style, then you're sorted, aren't you? Yeah, and also if you do want to spend a little bit more, because I think it's really, if you can, invest in, you know, one or two sort of more expensive pairs of jeans because they just last. Like, you know, J Brand yeah. do the best jeans, but they're kind of 250, 300 quid. Yeah, so yeah. Hopefully a bit of variety for you there. <laughs> so we'll be back right after this. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back. Now, where were we? A parenting milestone you're looking forward to. That's an interesting question. It is, isn't it? Tell you the one I'm not looking forward to. <laughs> Go on. I've met a boy. I've met a girl. <laughs> No! <laughs> Which one are you not looking forward to the most out of those two? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know, you know, I don't know what, you know, where, it, it, you know, oh, the whole thing, <laughs> I just can't speak about it. I just know what I'm like. You know, if Luna comes to me and says, you know, I've met somebody, um, it will be, I'll freak out, I think, because I'll know what I did at that age. And, yeah, and I know. Like, That's, I hope yeah. people won't behave like that. Um, what about you? A parenting milestone that you're looking forward to? With Gigi, I'm looking forward to her talking properly, yeah. for sure, because at the moment she's really trying and she gets really frustrated. But I think you get their personality so much more, don't you, as yeah. soon as they start talking properly. Yeah. Um, and you know what? With Axel, um, what am I looking forward to? Parenting milestone. I'm not really sure. The day you can drive me, drive me somewhere and pick me up from a bar. <laughs> Meet you there, mate. <laughs> That'd be good, wouldn't it? I can't wait to watch the kids in a like a sporting if they're sporty, I think seeing them playing in an actual match, because I used to love doing that. Like I was into my tennis and hockey and netball and all sorts of stuff. And hopefully, yeah. you know, if the kids are sporty, you know, obviously they do whatever they want to do. But I think that'd be quite a nice milestone to reach I'll look forward yeah. to Luna in running race because she loves running and she practices all the time oh. that'll be cute I know what you mean actually that makes me feel a bit nervous even you just saying that makes me feel nervous yeah can they just stay like looking for watching them in a sporting match no. oh my goodness no. <laughs> <laughs> um, where do you want to be in five years time 
Wowza, I can't even think about five minutes time. I would like to be um, in, a, in a home that we have bought um, and I would like, or built, because our dream is to buy a plot of land and build a house on it. Build a house. We were talking about this last night, actually. That's were you? Yeah. I would just love to do it. I, it's, it's nowhere, we're nowhere near it. We've, we've got a lot of saving to do and I'm not very good at saving because I just like all the clothes and all the shoes, but I'm trying really hard. Um, so I'd really like to be in that place where we've actually created a home that we, that we own and that we can, you know, our forever home, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I think... Dozer and I just finding more moments to do stuff for us. A bit more travel would be great. I would love to go and take the kids to South America. I've never been there. My dad spent a long time in Brazil and Argentina and I'm desperate to go back to go there even yeah I mean I'm with you actually on the travel with James's job um we're quite restricted to where we can travel together and you know what times of year and all that kind of stuff so five years time I am looking forward to being able to travel more and go on more weekend breaks and city breaks and that kind of thing and also I'm really really loving renovating this house and we said we were going to stay here for a while but now I feel like I've got that renovation Bug You're so good I want to do it again like I yeah. want to do it again I really love it um I think we also underestimated how much space we need we thought that we'd be okay in a smaller house and actually we're like oh we should have gone for a bigger house so um I would you know five years time I'd like to maybe be renovating um our, yeah like our forever home or like a, a bigger space for sure yeah and then in terms um, of the business, we just want to keep the conversation that's that's a whole podcast for children that is a whole podcast we've got so many goals for the business um and yeah we we'd be going on for hours if we we started on that (laughs) um alex wants to know the best skincare particularly cleansing regime products for time poor mums um firstly cleansing you know, setting aside five minutes in the morning or five minutes in the evening is all you really need um, for a good cleansing routine. In terms of brands, I love Beauty Pie. I've, you know, I've sort of gone on about this brand for ages, but they are really, really good. There's some amazing cleansers on there and you have to sign up um, as like a member. You pay, I pay £10 a month to be a member and then I get the products at a very low price. Um, but it does mean you're like committed to your skincare almost. So it makes me stay on top of it. Um, when I'm running out, I will reorder like straight away. Um, and I just, yeah, I mean, so I, I don't know about you, but I literally just cleanse. I've got an acid toner and then I use a retinol, an eye cream and then a moisturizer. And that's five things. Sounds like, a you know, a lot. Mm. But actually, it only takes me five minutes in the morning and five minutes in the evening. Yeah, so um, I'm the same as you. Obviously, we don't have a lot of time. In the evening, Georgia and I are big hot oil cleansing fans. um, And there are a few that we really love. Madara are a Latvian company. They don't use any nasties. So it's got, it's not tested on animals, obviously. Um, It's all natural. She basically, I hosted a QA and a for her. She basically gets all of her ingredients from the natural world, forests and trees and grass and all that. Wow. Yeah. So Madara cleansing oil is amazing. The whole range is really lovely, actually. They've got a really amazing serum. Um, And then obviously a flannel on the face and that is very quick and easy that's how I take my makeup off in the evening now um in the morning I either use the simple products for cleansing and toning they're obviously not expensive at all you just get them in boots or I use 
Ulla Hendrickson. Um, there's a dark spot toner, which I use. Ah, I love it. How I really good is love that? It. So good. Yeah, I'm nearly finished, actually. I'll definitely be buying again. Yeah, amazing. Um, and just obviously then I always use a serum. Um, I am a big Murad fan, as I've spoken about before. And then uh, a moisturizer with vitamin C in it, always for my pigmentation. And I have just started using Dr. Obagi. Uh, for my melasma oh my god my skin has completely transformed in the last month and I'm about to do a series of before and after shots just to show you what's happened to my dark spots you cannot buy this product on the on you know from the high street you have to get it prescribed from a dermatologist and I'm telling you now it's not cheap it was about 150 quid for this pot but it's it lasts for three months and I can actually go out without makeup on now Wow. See, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, you don't have to spend on certain aspects of your skincare. Like, you don't really need to spend on a cleanser. To a certain point, you don't really need to spend on a moisturiser. You just need to spend on the active ingredients. So, you know, things like that. The the stuff that, you know, changes your skin is the the place to spend. Yeah. How do you both create such fab wavy hair? And how do you manage to do it with kids? (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing because I'm literally looking at my hair in the mirror and it hasn't been washed for about five days. Oh, my God, your hair always looks nice. You're like 90% dry shampoo, though, at the moment, aren't you? I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I've not got to go anywhere, I'm not doing any waves <laughs> <laughs> um both georgia and i can achieve we're going to do another hair tutorial but basically we can achieve that wavy look in under 10 minutes so actually yeah if you have washed and dried your hair the night before which i think is all yeah. the big tip trying to do it in the morning when you've got kids not yeah i was gonna say split it up do the washing and the drying the night before is like the best tip yeah and then literally just take segments of the hair wrap it around a barrel tong leave it for you know 10 seconds take it out shake the whole head out spray it with um hairspray and you're good to go it really doesn't take that long um no, at that it point, I put both my children in front of the telly and they watch pepper for 10 minutes oh yeah absolutely yeah. telly time is tonging time isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> telly time is tonging time <laughs> it is yeah. yeah and also that does last as well you don't have to do that every day yeah and also you don't have to do your whole head every day so if it's looking like a little bit ropey after two days or whatever you can just pick the tongs up and just do around your face or whatever yeah and then what, put um, back in, the, in a bun dry shampoo yeah, but yeah i like exactly yeah. yeah um Girls names you like, please. 28 weeks and struggling. Girls names, so difficult, isn't it? Do you know what? I think I might have a list on my phone of names before we had Gigi. I I do. I do. I've got a list. Go. Right. There's loads. I had Bloom, Marlo, Viola, Luella. Bloom, I might take Luella, Lila. You can take the piss out of me. I'm really, I'm not offended. TB, Nova, Tallulah, Blossom, Lulu, Aria. I had loads. Myla, Opal, Lumi, Colette, Sage. And then I had Gigi and Gisela. And that's where I ended up. <laughs> they're really nice ones. They're, they're all very floral. They are, aren't they? Yeah. That must have been where I was at that Same stage. Bloom. Sage bloom, yeah. I think I think with names, it's so difficult for anybody to give you advice on it because they yeah. are so personal. Some pe- I know some people that that n- didn't name their children until they they literally had to go to register and they were still arguing about what <laughs> what the name was going to be. So I think definitely get yourself a name book, have a look online, think about all the people that you know in the public eye 
whose names you like and just create a list and just keep adding to it. There's, I only have one name and that is what, if, if Kit wasn't Kit, he would have been River. And I just love oh, it so much. I like that. Yeah, I like the name. Joaquin Phoenix and Rooney Mara have just had a baby together and they've called him River after Phoenix's little brother who died. And I just think it's so beautiful. Yeah, it is a beautiful can you, name. Can you call your girl River? I think you can. <laughs> yeah, of course you can. River. Absolutely, yeah. River. Yeah, Do you it. can what definitely call a girl River. Yeah, love that. There we go, River. Done, sorted. <laughs> My toddler has started taking over an hour to eat his meals. What do I do? That's uh, Steph. Oh my gosh, oh, I feel like my four-year-old does this as well. Luna he never does stops too. talking. Yeah. yeah. Um, we we sort of went through this a lot during um, the first lockdown, and we were getting really cross with Axel at meal times, and it was just so stressful. Like every evening, we'd sit down to eat together, and it would just be horrible. Like, come on, Axel, come on, Axel, you know, come on, keep eating. I think you've either got to just take the pressure off them, let them sit and watch something so they just feel completely at ease and they'll just eat or just let them take the time. Like just sit with them, chat with them. Like this is what we did with Axel. As soon as we stopped going on at him um, to hurry up, he just, he would eat quicker, if Mm. that makes sense. Yeah, Luna's exactly the same. So I hear you and I think, the minute that we started putting the pressure on her and being like, come on, hurry up, hurry up. She'd be like, Ugh! you know, it's so stressful. Imagine if someone was saying to you the whole time, go, go, hurry up, hurry up. And you're just like, I just want to take my yeah. food. Some children, like some adults, wolf their food down like Dozer and Kit. Um, and then others like Luna and me, we just kind of take our time over it. It is frustrating when you know that you've only got a small window and it's just dragging on and on and on. Um, I think um, some children definitely respond better when things are put into like sections on like one of those really lovely wooden plates or you know the reusable plasticky ones and so that they can they can take it in small size portions if you see what I mean like if there's like yeah it's not overbearing overbearing for them yeah yeah that's tricky. It's a tricky one. Yeah, and also, yeah, just to say, I don't know how old um, your toddler is, but once they start preschool or school, they get into the habit of eating faster because it's lunchtime and they're not allowed to go out and play or, mm. you know, do their next activity until they finish their lunch and they'll see other kids doing it and then get into the habit of eating faster. I've noticed it with Axel for sure, like over the last few weeks since he's been at school, he is a lot quicker yeah (laughs) so yeah tips on moving little girl two years old to a big girl bed before the baby arrives oh we had to do this with Luna and Kit oh you did yes yeah Yeah. I think my ultimate tip on this subject is to make sure that your eldest doesn't feel that they are moving out of their bed as a necessity for the baby so it's not like yeah. oh look, you, you know you've got to get your head around this because baby's coming and baby's going to be in your bed your cot it's more about not even mentioning the fact that you know new baby's going to go in the cot it's about making sure that your eldest is like right sit them down and say you are a big grown-up um is it little girl yeah you're a big grown-up girl and um because you've been so well behaved and because you're amazing we are moving you into your own bed where big grown-up girls sleep and then you can say to them right you can pick your own we're going to go to wherever we're going to go we're going to choose it online if you can't go out and choose the bedding 
Uh, you know, yeah. whatever they want, whatever they're into, make sure that they have a choice in that and, 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 and are really involved in that process and then set up the bed with them. And then it's basically about making sure that that new space, because they can sometimes feel when they move from a cot to a big bed that they're suddenly like floundering around, you know, make yeah. sure there's a really nice night light in there. Or we've just done this thing with Luna where we've got these beautiful fairy lights, which are just quite really low dim lights, but they're just sort of twinkling around her. So she feels like it's her, her safe space. Um, and then, yeah, you're going to have a few nights where they're probably getting up and coming in or shouting out because they're freaked out or whatever, but it's all yeah. about the language around it. Yeah, I just just want to add exactly how Zoe said, it's really important to not make them feel like they're being pushed out of, of the cot to make room for the new baby. Um, and then anything you do around that is absolutely fine. Yeah, agreed. Really good. Right, good luck with it. Let us know how you go. Um, I love this one from Hannah. Hannah, you and I are spirit animals. Best beverage <laughs> to avoid hangover with a newborn. So far, Prosecco is winning. Hannah, I bloody love you. Oh, um, absolutely, yes. I would say my go-to always, and I never get hangovers, is a vodka soda fresh lime. Because see, mine's a gin and tonic. Yeah, same thing, really. Yeah, it's a clear spirit, isn't it? It's yeah. a clear spirit, and um, does the soda maybe hydrate you? Yeah, it I does, don't know. At the same time. Um, but also prosecco, absolutely. I can't drink wine. I, no. I said this to Zoe the other week. I feel like I'm allergic. I think some people just can't deal yeah. with like white wine or red wine. Um, so yeah, keep going with the prosecco. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, do you feel competitive with other mums? God, no. <laughs> Love. Oh, my gosh. No, I'm no. actually really not that competitive in general. No, you're not. Like, in general, I'm not competitive. Like, even if I go bowling, I don't care. <laughs> like, you really couldn't care less if I came bowling. last. Yeah, I'll put the it's sides up. Like, like, I'm really not a competitive person. <laughs> and it really winds James up because you know like if we're playing tennis or whatever I just don't I just don't care I really don't so no I'm not a competitive mum but also you're really secure and happy in the person that you are and your decisions and choices and stuff and that's one thing I really admire about you G is that you don't really get flaffed or or kind of upset about things you just kind of you stand in your own decisions I really like I really love that about you and I think if you can if you don't let anybody else's stuff affect the way that you deal with your own life as in people yeah. are going to be competitive with you they are going to you know you, you are going to get those 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 people that you know potentially want to up tip you and tell you that you're doing something and it's not right or say that their child is better than your child but just kill them with kindness give them a big smile an elbow pump and say have a lovely day see you later and off you go don't, yeah don't um, let it worry you it says more about them and their insecurities than it does about you totally um, I mean gosh I, I wouldn't even know where to start with being competitive as a parent I gosh like you'd literally you'd fall apart really yeah. wouldn't you yeah. yeah, you can't go down that road. I also feel like flicking somebody the bird is also just a really good way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if in doubt, yeah. that's the best Flick thing to do. Georgia, do you miss your old job? <laughs> Laura. <laughs> do you know what I actually do? Yeah. I actually do miss it. I miss, but I think 
everybody's probably missing their old life at the moment. You know, everybody can relate to missing getting up, getting on the train or however you get to work, going for your lunch, like having that hour to yourself or however long you get. Um, I miss the time on the train. I miss having adult conversation every day. I used to work in beauty, so I miss learning about beauty I miss going to see brands mm. yes I do miss it <laughs> bless you yeah yeah it's difficult but you know what you never know what's coming around the corner and exactly and it's it's yeah you, you just gotta do yeah, yeah you've got to do what's right at the time for you and um, this one's interesting what did you both study at university I don't think I know this about you oh um so I went to the London College of Fashion and I studied fashion journalism. Did you? Yes, I did. I did not know that. Yeah, I did. And there was a lot of PR in the course. I don't think I even really knew what PR was when I went to uni, to be honest with you. And then, yeah, that's that's what I did. What about you, Zoe? Didn't go to uni. <laughs> did, did not go to university. I had a real thing about going because I obviously wanted to be a presenter. So I basically just moved to London. And I worked on the reception of a TV production company, which was Flextech, which had Bravo, UK TV, um, and all those channels living inside. Yeah. And anybody that came in, um, anybody that was coming in for a meeting, like any producers or execs or anything, I was like, hello, I'm Zoe, I want to be a presenter. And they're like, you yeah, know, we've just come to see. Um, Here's my show reel. Oh, what's that on in the reception on the TV? <laughs> you, you laugh, but that is exactly what I did. That is exactly what I did. But it works, so that's good then, isn't it? Exactly. I mean, how hysterical. But they were like, God, I wish she would go. Um, and then the last question, who's your favourite friend? Oh, my God, that's my friend who said that in. <laughs> Katie Speed sending that question in. Was Lu- is Lucy your favourite friend? Yeah, yes, Katie. Lucy's my favourite friend. <gasps> Lucy is Lucy my favourite friend. Lucy and Katie friends? Because this could end really <laughs> Yes, <badly>. they are. <laughs> Lucy and Katie. Lucy and Katie are my favourite friends. So, who's your favourite friend? Well, people ask us all the time. People say to us, oh, my God, have you guys been best friends for, for years? And I'm like, no, we met in a coffee shop four years ago. So yeah, we met I, when we had our kids. George and I are good friends, but we are we run a, we like, we run this this team together, don't we? So, in a way, yeah. it's quite good that we're not, like, best, best mates because I don't think we could do it if we were. No, I don't think that you can, especially if you're in the same group of friends, I think that's really, really tough because then you never have any escape from, your work and your sort of social life and it's nice obviously to cross over but um yeah, we, you're my yeah work it's mad actually you yeah. are and you know what in my whatsapp list you're always at the top i same you get <laughs> about that you've got how is georgia at the top and i'm like, <laughs> she's more important um yeah right that is the end of the podcast for this week thank you so much for sending in all of your questions we obviously didn't get through them all but we'll do another one in a month or so um and as always we would love you to rate review and subscribe to the podcast and spread the made by mama's word please yeah please do and also you can drop us a message ask us anything you want um, by dming us at made by mamas or on zoe's own channel at zoe hardman and we will see you on tuesday for a really exciting episode see you then normally being a little extra can be a bit much but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 